What is up, Sheepdog Nation? Welcome to another episode with your host, me, Autumn Schmidt. I'm really excited to have you here. Today's podcast episode is going to be how to set yourself up for success right from the beginning so that if you were to get injured uh, in the line of duty, then you're going to be set up for success. Specifically, we're going to talk finances. Um, So tune in, turn it up. If you're around little ones, you may want to put headphones on because I do tend to swear. Uh, I want to let you know that today's podcast episode is brought to you by the Sheepdog Family Group. It's a Leo-only exclusive group monitored by yours truly. And we have, uh, we have, I think we have about 20 officers in there from all around the world right now. And it's, These officers, they're all going through life-changing transformations. We have officers getting promoted, deciding to change agencies, uh, multiple actually officers uh, switching agencies because they want better. um, We have some officers developing side hustles, some officers uh, getting into jujitsu, doing more firearms training. We have we have so much going on in there and it's it's amazing. And if you want to be a part of this exclusive group, get, you know, be a part of the transformation, get the support when you need it, be able to go and invent with people who you're not going to get jammed up because the group is completely off any kind of social media and you can put an anonymous name on there if you want. Hit the show notes below. You'll see the link. Um, or you could go to the sheepdogfamily.com forward slash join. Okay, so the reason why I want to talk to you about uh, getting yourself set up for success is because a lot of people, a lot of cops are not, okay? And yes, Dr. Gil Martin does talk about this in The Emotional Survival of Law Enforcement, that book. If you have not read that book, it is a must. Um, But the reason I'm going to talk to you about it is because I experienced it. So um, when you get injured, so I want to just talk to you about this. So, because it might be not, it might not be something that you've taught, like thought about, but that's what this season is all about. I am preparing you for shit that you have not thought about or you haven't thought deeply um, about. So, the thing that you need to remember here is that you need to remember um, that you need to CYA at all times when you get hurt. Okay, you. It, Every agency is different, okay, which is true. But what happens is a lot of times, unless unless you are in one of those unique agencies where you end up making more money when you're injured, but a lot of agencies, you end up making less money um, when you're injured. So for me, uh, when I had to go out on short-term disability, that's all I got was short-term disability. So I, I got a considerable, um, pay cut. Some people like my husband's agency, I know that if he goes out for, and I don't know the specifics. Okay. So you can't quote me directly, but I know that you can go out for short-term disability or you can go out on workers comp and collect short-term disability and you make out, you make more money being hurt than you do (laughs) work in the road. So I hope that, you know, if, if that ever happens to you, then you get to be in that situation. However, we can't, we can't always, you know, we can't plan and, and predict that. So my suggestion here is for you to always prepare for the worst. And 
Some ways that you can do that are going to be as following. The first thing is your finances. So finances tend to be where cops get themselves into a little bit of trouble, okay? And I am going to give you a disclaimer and let you know that I am by no means a financial expert. I am not a millionaire <laughs> not yet. And so just understand that. But what I but I'm telling you this because my husband and I, we've set ourselves up for success in the following ways. And I just think that you are all officers could definitely benefit from this. Um, when we were renting an apartment, okay, so prior to buying our home, when we were renting an apartment, and I'm sure that many of you listening to this can, um, you know, you can relate to that, right? When we did that, we made sure that our rent was we could we could rent that um and pay for every all of our expenses and all of our bills on one income okay and that's really important and um because you need to be able to do that with your home too but starting at the apartment level i think we were paying like a thousand a month and obviously like we split that but we made sure that if anything were to ever happen to either one of us we had we had enough in savings, we had enough money coming in that we could pay for everything and it would not be a problem because you never know. And when we when we got our home, I'm gonna tell you, and this is gonna be really hard. Like this is hard for a lot of you, and I get it. It was it was hard for us. It's still hard for us. But when we bought our home, we bought a fixer-upper, we bought a foreclosed home. And the reason why we bought a foreclosed home was because we needed to be able to one like it has it has everything I wanted it has where we sit on a big chunk of land we have we sit on a pond so we have lake access we um and ha- the house has um three bedroom two full baths which those are everything that I wanted and he wanted um and so and it has open concept which you know, guys, the open concept kitchen, we needed that. So anyways, so we, we got this house and, but here's the thing. It is, it was a foreclosure and it, it is in really bad shape. Okay. Like the, structurally it's in great shape. But the thing is, is that like we had to go through and like, guys, listen, there was carpet in the bathroom. Now, what do you think happens to the carpet around the toilet? Ready? Yeah, exactly. So we had to rip up all this disgusting carpet. We had to repaint every inch of every wall, every ceiling. We've had to redo the trim. We've had to go through the bathrooms. I mean, we had to put new appliances, blah, blah. But here's the thing, you guys, is like there's so much left to this house that we need to be doing and we need to be fixing up and we just haven't got to yet because we base everything off of one income. And the reason why that is hard is because you go to other officers' homes and they're beautiful. They have granite countertops, tile floors, you know, they beautiful, massive homes. They've got big garages. You know, some of them live closer to the city, you know, whatever. And, um, and so it is hard. It's hard for police officers, you know, as well as like, cause we go to shitty houses like all the time, right? And like, we definitely do not want to come home to a shitty house or a shitty apartment. And believe me, when I tell you this sheepdog, like I know that feeling 
very well. And my husband does too. Like we've openly talked about it. And, you know, being police officers, right? Like we don't have a ton of time to like fix up the house. And like, let me just tell you this, you guys, not only do we have to fix up the house, last summer we had to completely replace our front lawn. And our front lawn is like one to two acres at least. And our back lawn is is probably I would say maybe a half an acre, three fourths of an acre. So like we have to replace all, we replace the front. Now we have to replace the whole entire back. Maybe our back's an acre. I don't know. So just understand, like I completely understand, you know, going and, and having to do like, you know, kind of like put your tail behind your in your, between your legs right like kind of just getting like super humble about where you're at and like what you can afford and and not having the best rate up front and like so just understand like that's where you're going to get set up for success is going to be swallowing your pride a little bit maybe not having the the biggest and the most beautiful home right out of the gate maybe you and your significant other or maybe if it's just you but I'm I'm thinking a lot of you have a significant other. You know, you you buy something that isn't obviously the Taj Mahal in the beginning, but you just you know, you buy something that you can afford on one income. And that is so important because I can tell you like so when I got hurt, we we went a couple of weeks and there was no paycheck for me. Now luckily because we have our home like I just discussed to you and it is we can pay for this, all of our bills on one income, you know, we were comfortable. We're fine. We both had a savings. It wasn't a big deal. Um, and you know, at the time I, I think I I was doing my side hustle. I was a beach body coach. And so I had, you know, I was making money weekly that way too, but you know, so we were set up, but I've got to tell you, I know a lot of officers that are not set up. And so let me just tell you what happens. Okay, the stress of your finances, you know what happens, but I'm just going to reiterate it to you. It can come between you and your spouse so easily. And this is such a fight and it's such a thing that I hate seeing come in between, you know, spouses and, you know, it's just, it's awful, but it causes, it causes relationships to end and it causes people to get divorces. And that's, Unfortunately, that's the truth. And because, you know, that's that stress of like not knowing how you're going to get by, not knowing what you're going to do. And then on top of the fact that you're fucking hurt, you're injured. So you're so frustrated because you're like, oh my God, I, yesterday I was making money. You know what I mean? Like last week I was 10, 8, feeling great, doing my thing. Next thing I know, I got a back injury. I'm laid up. I can't move. I cannot stand for long periods of time. I cannot even sit for long periods of time. I have to be laying down. What the fuck can I do laying down? Like what what kind of job can I do laying down? I can't go, you know, walk around on cement and I can't do this and I can't do that and blah, blah, blah. Like you become very frustrated and then you get really in your head, especially if you're the person who's laid up. You get really in your head and you become very angry. Then what happens is your spouse is out there working really hard to support you, right? And support the family and the household. And and they're obviously very worried about you. And then when you see each other, 
you being the injured officer, you are so grumpy and a freaking fruitcake because you've been in your head all day long, right? Laid up, pissed off, you know, maybe going to physical therapy and this and that. You know, you're so like pissed that, um, you know, things, things become worse and worse between you and your spouse. That's not a good thing, right? And it is a, it's stemming from there's this unneeded stress because you had to have the Taj Mahal. You had to have this fucking truck or this sports car that cost fifty, sixty thousand dollars and you really couldn't you didn't have any money to put down on it and like you couldn't afford it. I've seen a lot of officers do that. Like you know, you guys probably have seen this too, but you know, <laughs> When I used to work for my old police department, it was, you know, we had a ton of turnover. The turnover rate was crazy. So we always had kids going to the academy and shit. And it was so funny because you would see about, you know, one to two weeks out of the academy, they'd have a brand new truck, brand new. And, and it's funny because we'll see like in, in Maine, I'll tell you this in Maine, like you go and you go to the academy for 18 weeks and you're getting paid. And you, from Monday through Friday, you're not spending any money because you're at the academy. And the agency is not only paying for you to go to the academy, the agency is actually paying you your hourly wage. So you're, you only are paying for whatever like bills you have to live and like if you, whatever you do on the weekend. So a lot of a lot of police officers, you know, can put away a lot of money during that time. And so then they come out and then they empty their fucking banking bank account. Got to have the biggest and best truck or the biggest and best vehicle or whatever car, the fastest car and stuff like that. And here's the thing, if, especially if you're a rookie, I just want you to be thinking about that because if you are not setting yourself up like for success, like you're going to end up finding yourself in a really bad situation and losing the things that, you know, really meant a lot to you. I know a lot of cops run out and buy a motorcycle, which I can't figure out. I can't figure that out. I will tell you this. I'm 100% against motorcycles. <laughs> I totally am. Um, so we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. If you are you know, gung-ho motorcycles, because I've seen what happens. I've seen the crashes. I know, I know my old, my old chief, he became paralyzed from the waist down off of a motorcycle crash he took. Um, you know, he was, he was on a, he's doing it on his own time with a bunch of cops and, uh, they were all just cruising and they all had their wives and he was the unlucky one. And I know another cop herself had a pothole and fucking, she got killed and it, and it broke my heart. I, you know, broke my heart. She was my school resource officer and I really liked her actually. Um, and so, uh, you know, I'm really against motorcycles, just saying. Um, but I see a lot of cops go out and get them, especially the, what do they call them? Crotch rockets. You know, the ones that go really, really fast because we are stupid adrenaline junkies by nature, sheepdogs. <laughs> um, you know, we got to be thinking about that, you know, it, again, and I, and I don't mean to, you know, beat this, you know, beat a dead drum and stuff like that. But like, here's the deal is it's true. And I need to pound this into your head before you make any more stupid decisions. You don't need to go and buy all of this shit. You need to be smart. You need to be tactical about how you're going to spend your money. Um, stop being, stop getting the typical cop mindset of, I work really hard and I deserve all this. I, I am in the line of duty every day and I could die any moment. Yeah, you absolutely could. And so I definitely believe that there's a balance of YOLOing, you know, you only live once. 
Totally. Definitely a balance of it. Just be prepared so that it, you can understand that if you do not set yourself up for success, you could get injured and then fucking everything goes into foreclosure and or your house goes into foreclosure, you go into bankruptcy and you're fucking depressed. I know officers, there was this officer I used to work with who I, I really had a good time with. Um, he's a veteran officer, been a cop fucking more for longer than I've ever even been alive. And he had gone through so two divorces and he didn't understand, like didn't get his finances squared away. And he had to literally empty out his entire retirement. Like he had like a 30 year retirement, you guys. And he like had to empty it and he like, it's just awful. So now he's, he's going to be working until the day he drops. And that's another thing. That's another thing. You know, you're, if you're not thinking about like your finances, from like you getting injured, like think about it from like a retirement standpoint. Okay. You want to be able to retire. Hello. You're working like a dog right now. You're going to be working like a dog for your whole 20, 30 years of being in law enforcement. You got to be thinking about that stuff. Okay. That's where the side hustle comes in. I'm T, you know, we talk about that. I did a whole hour talk uh, on that and the sheepdog family group. Go, you know, get in there, pay the 35 bucks, get in there and go listen to it. It's way worth $35. I'm telling you right now, you know, go start yourself a side hustle, get prepared. Think about the things now that you would do if you ever got injured. This is, this is as much as you, some of you are like, this is not what I want to be thinking about. This is the warrior's mindset, my friends. The warrior's mindset is just preparing the warrior for any, you know, outcome and anything that could ever happen. That's what the warrior's mindset is. And if you are not asking yourself, what, what could I, what could, what could I do here? What could happen? Here's what I would do. If this happened, this is what I would do. If this happened, this is what I would do. If you are not preparing yourself for any and everything that is coming your way, you are not a fucking warrior. And I'm sorry. And listen, I would be lying to you if I didn't pull some of that naive bullshit myself. I absolutely did, dog. And that's why I'm telling you right now, don't do the stupid shit that I did. Don't do that. Don't, don't think that it's never going to happen to you. Don't go out and buy a house that costs you thousands and thousands of dollars and you can only live in it plus pay all of your bills, plus live, okay, and take care of your family if you and your spouse are working. Don't do that, okay? The unnecessary stress we add to ourselves, we add to our families, we add to our kids by not, like, thinking outside the box, you know? And honestly, like, be paying attention to, like, um, and and, again, I'm not, like, a financial advisor. I'm going to tell you that, but just be thinking about, so let's just say this. Let's say like you're like, Autumn, well, you're fucking a little bit too late because <laughs> my wife and I or my husband and I, we are in, you know, we're in a home that costs 3000 a month and, you know, my cop income is 1500 and, you know, a month or whatever, whatever. I can only allocate 1500 a month and she can only allocate whatever. And, you know, we're living pretty tight, okay? So maybe you're like that. So here's the thing. They have these things on loans. They have a lot of options. Um, I know at community, uh, no, credit unions, I mean, 
I know at least that because I just witnessed this a couple of weeks ago. I had to go in there for something and they told me some options. Like they have insurance so that if you were to get injured and you can't pay your loans, like they'll step in. You have to pay for the insurance or whatever. That could be an option as well. So like, let's say like you are living a little bit tight, but you know, you need to get a new vehicle because it's run down, you're running it into the ground, blah, blah, blah. Just be thinking about that stuff because I just need to, I just need to tell you something. (laughs) You know, you are in a job that is going to, it, it can very much like more likely than not, you will get hurt in some way and in some fashion. Now, some of you are going to be able to work through the pain. No problem. Okay. I was working through the pain, but then what could happen is what happened to me when you go and try to get yourself fucking therapy. And next thing you know, they're taking you off the road because they don't know if you're going to be crippled or not because of how something is hitting a nerve or, you know what I mean? Just all this shit. And you're like, whoa, 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 what? Right? Like life altering things. So no, obviously you're sitting here and you're like, I work out. I take care of myself. It's never going to happen to me, but the truth is, is it absolutely could happen to you. Um, I worked out five out of seven days. You can ask anybody in my police department. I always ate very well. Uh, you can ask anybody on my agencies and, uh, they will tell you that. Um, and, uh, and I still got hurt <laughs> and, and, you know, it's like, fuck damn shit. You know, literally, that's <laughs> literally. Um, I'm glad that, you know, you can sit here and listen to me talk pretty um, upbeat and optimistically. But the truth is, sheepdog, the truth is, is I was absolutely not. Um, th- there was a lot of times during my injury where I was like, you know, Adam, what the hell? I was talking to my husband. I'm like, Adam, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Like, this sucks, you know? And and I went as far as, you know, I was business coaching, teaching women how to build businesses. And I made a very successful business of that. But like, look how far away from law enforcement I went. I mean, I even hated the job. I literally began to hate the job of law enforcement. Yeah. I mean, crazy. Crazy because now like, look what I do. But, um, you know, it one of those things that yeah, I wasn't prepared. Nobody talked to me. I didn't have, I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have somebody who could talk me through it. I didn't have somebody telling Adam and I preparing us for, you know, an injury. Um, you know, we didn't have that. What we did have is we each have like our parents who have, you know, been through their own sets of separate bullshit and just sat us down. And, and luckily we're like, Hey, listen, um, this is the shit that could happen. <laughs> and we know because we've gone through it. So don't base your bills off uh, both incomes, base everything off one income. And then, and then what you can do is if things are good, then you can just, you know, pocket every single month, you can pocket one entire income and look at the savings you can build. And we were like, this is cool. Um, you know, and you can look into doing other things you can look into instead of just like, putting it in a savings account, which, which is great. You need to have some in a savings account, but your money's not doing anything for you there. So then you can look into investments and, you know, the Roths and, you know, all these other things, but then you're just set up because I know with a, like some Roths, like you, you got to look into it again. I don't know, but there's some Roths, like there's no penalties for you to, um, like take out money early. There's no, there's no penalty in that. So, um, you can pay your taxes or whatever 
when you put your money in and then when you take it out, it has grown and then you can just take it out early. And, and like, let's say you get injured and you need a little bit of, you know, you need that for something, right? So, um, you know, you do definitely need to be setting yourself up for success money wise there. Uh, and, and that doesn't, and listen, and the, here, here's the thing too. This is something that, um, gotta, you gotta be thinking about, just think about it is, uh, attorneys, attorney fees, co-pays. Cause I'm going to tell you for me, workers comp didn't cover. That was a fight. Workers comp absolutely did not cover me because I didn't, because I didn't get hurt what they, like, I didn't get hurt in like a situation um, like I didn't get, it wasn't a fight. I didn't fall. It wasn't like a situation. It wasn't an event that they could like write down. So they fought it. Everybody fought it. And, um, that fuck yeah, I'm telling you, that's a mind fuck all on its own because you just think, you know, you think everybody's got your back and then they don't, you know, that like, I, I've talked to you about that. It's, it's a whole other, like, it's a whole other discussion to be honest. Um, but you know, um, you, you need to be having, you need to have money to be able to pay for, you know, the co-pays. Like I was paying 40 bucks every single day to go to a therapy. So what's four times five. So I was paying $200 a week out of my pocket. That didn't include the gas to go to and from. And I was traveling 30 miles from my house one way to get some, you know, so you got to be thinking about that. And thankfully I had a savings and I absolutely dipped into it, you know? So just, just things that I want you to be thinking of and things that I want you to be aware of. And, and the reason why sheepdog is because this is reality. No one's talking about it. And, uh, Hey, I faced it. I lived it. I'm still living it. You know, I, I can just tell you this yesterday. It was a beautiful day here in Maine. It was fucking like 65, 70, uh, 65. Oh, so that's t-shirt weather for Maine, just so you know, my Floridians and Texans down there. Well, that would be like winter jacket weather for you guys. Um, and uh, I spent all day long out doing yard work, okay? By the end of the day, I come move. Ask my husband. I had to ice my back, had to ice my knee. <laughs> uh, I had to fucking stretch out my hip because my hip flexor plays into my lower back and like that's just a whole clusterfuck. And uh, yeah. So it doesn't ever really go away. All right, sheepdog. It just never really goes away. And anybody with a back injury will tell you that. No matter whether you get surgery or not, it never really goes away. So the best thing I can do here is prepare you. I can help you to develop your warrior's mindset. I can get you prepared. I can have you start turning, you know, those wheels in your head, start having discussions with your spouses, see what you can do to create, you know, if you need to create extra income, see what you can do um, to be doing that. Be thinking about different jobs that you can do remotely um, from home just in case. Get your foot in the door now while you're still an active cop, right? Like that's smart. If you got your foot in the door somewhere while you're still an active cop, because you know, uh, that's a heck of a lot easier to get a job when you're an active cop than when you're not. And just say, Hey, you know, I'd like to work five, 10 hours a month or something. You know what I'm saying? Something so that if you were to ever get injured, you could do this other thing. Okay. That's thinking ahead. That's forward thinking. That's the stuff we need to be talking about on Instagram. None of this fucking, you know, other 
you know, who's, who's got the most tactical items and who's got the, who's got all this stuff, cool stuff, you know, well, the, while that stuff is wicked cool to look at and stuff, but like, this is the stuff, this is the stuff that's going to save your sanity. You know what I'm saying? So I hope that you are enjoying season three. This is now season, this is now episode three of season three. If you're enjoying it, I would really, really appreciate you going on to iTunes and just leaving me um, a review. An honest review, I'd really appreciate that. Um, If there is something within the realm of how to survive uh, getting hurt on the job, you can absolutely email me anytime. And um, if you are not hanging out with me on Instagram, I'm at the Lady Sheepdog. If you are uh, a Facebook guru, you can come into my, I got a Facebook group, but I'm going to warn you that is not where I hang out a lot, but it's called the Sheepdog Nation Podcast. You can come on in. We have over 300 people in there and uh, they're a cool group, but I primarily hang out on Instagram and in my group called the Sheepdog family, Leo's only, um, law enforcement officers only. So we have, um, a really, really good group of people in there. Again, uh, the link be in the show notes. You're more than welcome to check it out. You can message me if you have any questions at all. We have a lot of cops who have messaged me and been like, I've been so hesitant because I don't want to come across weak, but this group isn't about weak people. I'm telling you right now, you come in, we got fucking some badass cops. They're just smart. They're just thinking ahead. They just want to go, they want to be around people that are going places. They're not into just sharing the memes. You know what I'm saying? They're like, all right, I'm here. I'm learning something. These, these officers, yeah, they're fast forward. And so if that's you, get your ass in. No excuses. All right, Sheepdog Nation. I will talk to you. And that was another episode of Sheepdog Nation. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go to iTunes and let us know by giving us a rating. If you have questions that you want answered by Autumn in the podcast, submit it by going to the link in the show notes. As always, stay safe and watch your six.